Welcome, cadets and captains, to a brand new edition of M-Class Podcast, unless you're listening to it later, in which it's old as fuck. I'm Jeff. I'm Josh, and I'm also old as fuck. Uh-oh. You can't teach a dog to do new things. Sorry, everybody, we had to send Josh to a farm upstate so he could frolic with other Joshes. It's okay, Jeff. It's He's my Josh. He's my Josh, I'll do it. Are you like the Green Lantern is your favorite movie, Old Yeller? Jesus Christ. Which Green Lantern's favorite movie is the one where a dog gets shot? Uh, Jon Stewart. In in Justice League, they're always like uh, Hawkgirl and then Vixen, right? When they're like ragging on him because they're like both fucked him or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're like, and his favorite movie is Old Yeller? What's up with that? Uh, Uh He has has a type and it's... uh, Alien ladies and regular ladies. Whatever. <laughs> I think his type is uh, ladies who can kick the shit out of you. It's true. Which, it's a good honestly, type. <laughs> that's my type, too. I'm not going to fault him for that. Today, we're talking about uh, Deep Space Nine, Season 2, Episode 22, The Wire. Which, uh... Wait, I watched the whole oh, show, The Wire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't watch Star Trek. I it's watched a good the joke Wire. That no one said. Uh, <laughs> on, I watched it on HBO. Oh no, this is gonna be a very confusing episode. <laughs> a very confusing episode of M Class Podcast. A very sexually confusing episode. <laughs> uh, we are um, balls deep in uh, Daruma's uh, Cardi C collection it's not cardi c and me anymore we don't have any more guests yeah it's just the cardi c collection uh we will get into talking a little bit more about who uh the specifics of this episode but first i would like to thank magic mind for sponsoring this episode magic mind is uh basically the answer to all your prayers if you've ever wanted an energy drink that didn't turn you into a hyperactive weirdo every time you drank it yes it's uh delicious natural based energy drink that doesn't make you jittery it's so good too it tastes really good it does taste really good like chilled like i'm a huge fan of that of it chilled it has like uh, a really sort of strong like grapefruity type of flavor which i normally don't like but it has that citrus kick to it as well that i really like yeah so here's the problem you sit you sit down on the couch maybe you're an old man maybe you're past your prime and you do a podcast about Star Trek. You're sitting s- a little too close to home. <laughs> you sit down on the couch. You're trying to have a nice conversation with your significant other. And boom, the lights are out. You're asleep. What happened? <laughs> why, is, why is this rerun of Jeopardy still replaying? What is? What day is it? Well, this is a problem that we've all had, I think. It's not incredibly specific. It's a problem we've all yeah, lived. We've all had it. Well, Magic Mind is the solution to this problem. Uh, you you need to try this. Like I, we're always hyping it up on the show because it's uh, a really really great energy drink. But like you really have to try it in order to really see how it works. It's uh, it's sort of seamless in a way. Yeah. Like, normally, when you drink an energy drink, you feel it. You feel that sort right. of like jittery, nervous energy the whole time you're drinking it. A magic mind is seamless. You drink it, and then you just don't get tired. 
Yeah, it just is like a sustained energy and it doesn't feel unnatural at all. Like it just it's like your natural energy has just returned like you're a young child again <laughs> instead of an old <laughs> child, which is what we are. Old, yeah. And uh it 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 like keeps you awake when you need to be awake, but it's not like you've hyperloaded on caffeine and you can't get to sleep later. Yeah. It's uh, it's sort of the best of both worlds in that way, and it's entirely because, like Josh said, it's completely made of natural products, including. And I always love to push uh, to point this out: cordyceps mushrooms, the yeah. evil, the evil mushrooms from The Last of Us. But now you get to eat them. Yeah. Also, that game slanders them a lot. Absolutely. They are, they're not gonna take over your mind. No, they're going to make your mind sharper. And uh, you've heard all of the, like, information about how matcha is, like, the new superfood, the one that's really going to, like, boost you up and keep you going. And this is mostly matcha. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, I don't know, it just works, uh, it's every day, it you can drink it with, works. <laughs> you can drink it with your coffee in the morning, or your tea, or whatever, and it just, it, it, uh... What it's what's the word I'm trying to it it counterbalances rules. it well it rules yeah it pairs well with your caffeine in the morning absolutely and I'm hearing you now Jeff Josh this sounds great what do I yeah. do to get it and how do I give you money at the same time mm-hmm. well you can head on over to MagicMind.co/mclass you get up to 50% off your subscription in the next 10 days with our code MCLASS20. That is one one word, no spaces, all caps, MCLASS20. And you're you're wondering, Jeff, why is it 20 if you get 50% off? Here's a secret. Here's here's a sexy secret for you. (laughs) After that 10 days, if you use the code MCLASS20 on magicmind.co slash MCLASS, you get 20% off forever. What? 20% off forever. That's almost forever. And you're like, man, that's a great deal, Jeff. Can it get better? Can it? No. <laughs> no, it can. Shockingly, it can. What? It stacks with the subscription discount for from the website that it gives you. Oh, nice. So you can get 50% off anyway. Holy well, shit. That's amazing. MagicMind.co slash MClass. Use code MClass20. Thank you, MagicMind, for sponsoring the show. Thank you, MagicMind. And hey, we're going to be talking about The Wire in this episode. Again, not the prestige drama from HBO. If you come at the king, you better shoot him. That's the only thing. I never saw The Wire. I don't know. That sounds correct. Yeah, that's about right. (laughs) Uh... This episode was written by Robert Hewitt Wolf, who uh, wrote a shit ton of Deep Space Nine. He is a love child of Dick Wolf and a Hewlett Packard computer. Hmm. Little known fact. This is the kind of great content that you tune into M Class Podcast for. <laughs> but Pa, I love him. <laughs> damn it, Crushinator! God damn it, Crushinator! Uh, he actually wrote the Next Generation episode Fistful of Datas. That was the first episode he wrote of Star Trek that got him his job as a writer on Deep Space Nine later. That's all you gotta do? Oh, you gotta man, do Fistful of Datas, baby. I could have wrote that episode. Uh, Robert Hewitt Wolf is most known in the television world outside of Star Trek for being the uh, executive producer, writer, and showrunner of the sci-fi series The Dresden Files. 
Okay, yeah. Uh, which apparently one. only lasted one season. For how much I hear about it, it's like... That's uh, a, it's a book, right? Yeah, the Dresden Files are a book series by yeah. Jim Butcher. Yeah, my mom uh, likes those. She's There's reading a lot of them fucking now. in that. Well, it's mom porn, right? <laughs> Moms are like, I don't watch porn, but I'll fucking read the I'll shit read out it. of some porn. <laughs> but I mean, uh, Robert Hewitt Wolf mostly worked with Iris Stephen Bear. What is it with writers and three names? Yeah, I don't. It's like serial killers and writers. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> There's a little crossover there as well. Yeah, besides that, Venn diagram. The uh, but I think it's interesting that he co-wrote like The Search Part One and Two that we've done mm-hmm. on the podcast before. I think. Yeah, we've done that. Uh, Distant Voices, Past Tense, Part 1 and 2, The Adversary, Way of the Warrior, Little Green Men, Homefront, Paradise Lost. Did we do Little Green Men? We should. I don't think so. That's Uh, a good one. But, I mean, this guy has written some of the bangerest bangers in Deep Space Nine history, or co-wrote with Iris Stephen Bear. And uh, this episode was directed by Kim Friedman, who had uh, never directed a science fiction series before uh, working on this episode. Is Kim Friedman a woman or a man? Uh, She's a lady. And she worked on uh, a lot of shows that are uh, old as fuck now. Uh, Alice, Knott's Landing, Dynasty, The Love Boat, and then Babylon 5, Sabrina the Teenage Witch, Beverly Hills 90210. And uh, she won... uh, Outstanding Directing in a Drama Series Emmy for an L.A. Law episode. L.A. Law. Those are old shows. Yeah. Alice. Alice. Man, remember, remember in the 80s when like people were like, I just want to watch like well-to-do people have drama. <laughs> uh, they still do that. They do. <laughs> but uh, those are our two uh, little windows into how this episode was made. I feel like... Um, some of the episode I, I listed for Hewitt Wolf and L.A. Law, especially for Kim Friedman, sort yeah. of give you a little window into what this episode is and where it comes from. Yeah, it was very uh, housey. I thought about yeah. house. It was very housey, especially like the yeah. turn partway through the episode where it becomes yeah. like a drug drama. Yeah. And house loves drugs, and so does Garrick. Garrick loved drugs. <laughs> I mean, I don't even blame him, man. I fucking would... If I had a fucking, like, brain heroin machine, I'd be like, yeah, yeah turn it on. But you'd it. end up in the same situation he did, where your brain no, heroin I, machine don't work no more. No, yeah, but I don't have a friend, like, that loves me enough that would wow. save me. Wow. You're right. Not anymore. <laughs> but how, you're not even a doctor. How would you even do I'm, it? I'm an engineer, I'm pretending. So do I can you know what a leukocyte is? Because I don't, and look, I'm a medical guy. Look, I know what a dereplicator is, and I'm going to use it on you if you don't stop. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> it's not a gun. Um, <laughs> you know what? I feel like now is the time that we need to pivot away from the episode again. Yeah, and uh, tell you that we are hip deep in the Trek Boy Pride Pledge Drive 2023. <laughs> Yo, for the month of June, your boys at M Class Podcast are fundraising on two fronts for the Trevor Project, an organization entirely dedicated to saving young LGBTQ lives. We're trying to get to that utopian Star Trek future. Maybe not this episode specifically. Yeah, this one's dark, but... This one's a little dark, but... Not uh, all of them are. 
we want to get to the Star Trek future where when a dark thing happens, it's different than what normally happens. Yeah, people are there to care about each other. Uh, we are open to donating to the Trevor Project in two also convenient ways during the pledge drive. You can head on over to patreon.com slash mclasspodcast and become a patron or raise your pledge. At the beginning of the month, we had $740, and every dollar we make over that total that we had last time is going directly to the Trevor Project in one lump sum at the end of the month. Josh and I will drop some money in there as well on top of it, like we've done the past three or four years. Yep. It's a great way to do it, but hey, you don't want to get all that free content for your uh, pledge. You don't uh, like us, bad show. You can just donate directly to our fundraiser at give.thetrevorproject.org slash mclasspodcast. And that money just goes directly to the Trevor Project. It's just uh, under the banner of mclasspodcast. Yep. It's uh, a great uh, charity that we look forward to doing every year. I'm sure you've heard us say this a million times, but we yes. really love the Trevor Project and... This is the best uh, the best part of the year for M-Class. I, I think that's... Oh, yeah. Absolutely. It's the only part of the year where we do anything good. I'll say. I'll say it. <laughs> I mean, he's not wrong. <laughs> uh, the Trevor Project is a suicide prevention and resource hotline for LGBTQIA plus teens and youth. And every dollar they accrue goes directly to the increased safety and opportunity for life for at-risk kids, as well as the education and training of specialized counselors to run the hotline. They are at the forefront of trying to make certain that uh, LGBTQIA plus kids see a future for themselves, maybe for the first time. They're the voice in the dark when someone needs someone, and we couldn't be more proud to be part yeah. of uh, the effort to keep them funded and keep them going. So, um, again, patreon.com slash podcast, become a patron or raise your pledge. We'll donate everything we made over what we already had at the end of the month. Or you can donate directly to give.thetrevorproject.org slash mclasspodcast. Thank you, everybody. Uh, if you missed any of that, you don't have to rewind. I will harp on it at the end of the episode. Oh, cool. Unless, of course, <laughs> Josh cuts me off while I'm shilling. I wouldn't do that. No. Not for the Trevor Project. <laughs> Only for the Patreon. Oh, yeah, then I would. <laughs> Somebody pointed out that that's what happened in the last Story Lords. We were <laughs> shilling, and you just put the music on at the end. <laughs> oh, did I? That's actually really funny. That's really funny. That might have been a mistake. That's fine. But it's funny. I did way. it on purpose. <laughs> Look, if it's funny, Josh did it on purpose. That's yeah. all I'm saying. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> before we get into like the specifics of the episodes, we've got a few minutes here before the first break. I'd like to talk about Andrew Robinson. Yeah. Who plays Garrick. This is like a tour de force episode for him. He's having a good season two, right? Yep. Yeah, I feel like season two is when Garrick is really introduced as a character. Yeah, which is good because, like, he's one of the best parts of the entire show. Absolutely. Like, there's so many people who watch this show, and even after watching the entire thing, they come away with, like, this is the show where Garrick rules. Yeah. And they're not wrong. They're not. <laughs> Andrew Robinson made a career playing slimy assholes and businessmen. Mm -hmm. um, I, I mostly somehow... I feel like a lot of people probably remember him as the villain from one of the Dirty Harry movies. Yeah, I think, I think he the was original. A, he was the villain in Alice, too. Alice. I feel like he was, he was the villain on Knott's Landing, I think. 
but I always remember him as like the pencil pushing like uh, smarmy dweeb in Cobra, the Sylvester Stallone movie. Oh my god, yeah. Where the Holy fucking shit. like penultimate moment of the movie where everything is built up, uh Sylvester Stallone punches him. He's not even the villain. <laughs> <laughs> Take that, dweebus. <laughs> yeah. That's what nerds got in nineteen eighty seven. Yeah, how dare you be a nerd and follow the rules? <laughs> Dork. I'm Cobra. I cut my pizza with scissors. <laughs> Dude, why does he do that? <laughs> Dude, I was thinking about Cobra and Commando the other day, and I was like, man. And then I was thinking about Last Action Hero and how stupid of a fucking movie that, that movie is. is. Hilariously stupid. That I movie is so stupid because it's like you don't need to make action movies like you don't need to make fun of them. They already are stupid. Yeah. Well, it's like a big parody of action movies, but like. Uh, it like, also is one. Arnold doesn't realize he's in a pair. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's so fucking weird, man. I like it. I'll watch it. I I no. <laughs> That's fine. That's not gonna be the next movie we watch. That's good. Fine. Uh, I wonder who won that poll. I probably should have checked it last month. Um, <laughs> it was just a week or so ago, but still. <laughs> um, Andrew Robinson. I I want to pull up his IMDb real quick. I, I feel like people are like, get to the show! But I don't, I don't care. Uh, Andrew yeah. Robinson. IMDB. We have technology. We do. He's in Hellraiser? Oh, yeah! Yeah, he's in Hellraiser. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, he's just one of those dudes who's just in stuff, and you're like, wait. Garrick? <laughs> Garrick, you're here? You're playing a I guy just... named Larry? <laughs> That's kind of... I think Garrick is like the Larry of... Space names. I agree. Even though we find out that's not his first name. Oh, he was on Jag. That's all that matters. Jag off. Oh. <laughs> Judge advocate jerk off. That's oh, he was on Judging Amy. <laughs> <laughs> Do you ever think about like the names of shows and how like they're just specifically made for dinguses? I, there was a yeah true, uh, there was a show that somebody on TikTok it was talking about that I'd never fucking heard of before. That was like called uh, Seeing Justice or something. Yeah, and it was a show about a lawyer who was bl- who was blind, and I was yeah, like, did they just it. cut Daredevil out of this and just make? Yeah, like- it's less fun Daredevil. <laughs> So that that's all you need to know about that show. Oh, I know Rich loves Daredevil, but <laughs> I like Daredevil. I'm not yeah. head over heels for the guy like Rich is, but I like him just fine. Uh, if he wasn't played by uh, what's his name, Charlie Cox. Charlie Cox. Yeah. You don't like he, Charlie Cox? No, I love Charlie Cox. Oh, okay. I think that's the only th- reason I like Daredevil, though. You didn't like it when he was Ben Affleck? No, I didn't <laughs> like it when he was. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> that movie is so fucking of its time. It's I, hilarious. It's 2004, 3, something, Some, like that, right? something like that. And it's hilarious. It's got Evanescence all over the soundtrack. Yeah. Uh, what's his name? Is uh, Bullseye? Oh, fucking yeah. Colin Farrell. Colin Farrell. It's really yeah. funny that Colin Farrell has made a name for himself as like a serious actor now. 
he's like I think gotten like a bad rap for being kind of a dick, but I don't think he is. I think he's actually probably like pretty cool. I think so too. I think it's like people just decide what someone yeah. is ahead of time. Yeah, they like usually get like reevaluated later. Like he is now. I think like we were talking yeah, like, about that with Shia LaBeouf earlier. Yeah, everyone was like, "Oh, he's insane," and now he's like not insane. I guess I don't know. He's insane, but in a endearing way, like a Nicolas Cage kind of way. Yeah, he watched all of his movies, which is pretty fun. <laughs> Remember when he did that? He just live streamed himself yeah, watching his movies. Wild. I just th- I, all I can think about is the community episode where Abed watched all of his movies and like broke and went insane. <laughs> that's what happens, I think. I think that's why Shia LaBeouf's the way he is. <laughs> that and like child actors being abused. Yes, absolutely <laughs> true. Uh, if you'd like to hear us talk about the Deep Space Nine episode, The Wire, uh, <laughs> stay on the line. We'll be right back after these messages. After these messages. We'll be right back. No one lives forever. Major Crimes is being disbanded. Marlo ain't worth it, man. Nobody is. If I get to win, we get to win. I'm gonna go down to them corners, let them people know. My name is my name. Respectfully, morale is at rock bottom. Promises were made, promises will be kept. The bigger the lie, the more they believe. It always starts with something true. The longer this goes on, the worse the payback's gonna be. Welcome back, everybody. I I wonder what that commercial was. I bet it was for The Wire. (laughs) Shocking news. I bet it was. Or maybe, like, I don't know, what else did people... Sopranos? Uh, So Bashir is... uh, Heading towards having uh, breakfast or lunch with Garrick, like he always does. But yeah. the replomat is just full of people. Yeah, how, who would have guessed that a room that's like 12 by 12 wouldn't <laughs> fit like 30 people in it? Uh, and uh, Garrick is uh, waiting the entire morning for a, a Gallipodon freighter? Yeah. Ga- he, Gallipotin? 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 Gallop, gallop it in. Sounds right. Uh, freighter to arrive, and uh, Bashir has been reading the never-ending sacrifice. Oh, I was thinking so much about this that la- last night when I watched this. Oh yeah, like, yeah. I was because like, like he goes on to say like how like every great epic in Cardassian literature, the same thing happened. The, what is it called the repetitive epic? Yeah, or the repetitive epic. Yeah. I was thinking, like, because their lives as Cardassians are so ingrained with lying and deceit that, like, something that's reoccurring to them on a on a basis, like, timely basis is, like, comforting to them. Oh, right? yeah, like, absolutely. Uh, I, th- I think the thing that's comforting to them as well is, like, these uh, 
these Cardassian characters from like an entire family line are like the perfect Cardassian citizens who are yeah. like morally upright in every way. Yeah. Especially for someone who's in like the Obsidian Order who are right. morally down fucked in every way possible. Yeah. That and it's like propaganda, right? Where oh, they're yeah. like Oh, they just die for the state, and that's what they do, you know. And then yeah. the next one comes along and does it yeah. as well. Bashir is not impressed, and Garrick thinks he's a fucking moron. Garrick's like pissy little baby yeah, bitch. Right? He's got a he's got a a headache, and he doesn't want to fuck. And Bashir's upset about it. Yeah, um, I thought this was his. Uh, uh, I was gonna say arachnophobia. His uh, what's the one with the spaces? Claustrophobia. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He does have I claustrophobia. Thought, I thought this was that. I forgot that the other thing is happening. But, like, Garrick is being harsh as fuck. He's like, you're uh, a prisoner of your own Federation dogma and human prejudice. <laughs> and he's like, damn, dude. But she's like, wow, well, sorry, you feel that way? <laughs> but she's like, look, you look fucked. We need to take you to sickbay. And uh, he's like, no, I'm not going. You can't make me go. I'm not going. You're not going. I'm You're you. not my dad. Yeah. And he's like, well, I need you to humor me. And he's like, I'm yeah. getting fucking tired of humoring you. Woo. God damn. Damn. And he's like, I, I seem to have lost my appetite. What a fucking shitty date this was. Yeah, this is a bad date. This is going on the live journal when Bashir yeah. gets home. He's... he's- <laughs> Gonna have to go on a uh, ratemydate.com or whatever the fuck. <laughs> That's a classic. Um, <laughs> Kira shows up and she's like, I'm also in this episode. <laughs> yeah, for like just this one part. She had to go put on like the makeup, the outfit, get her hair and makeup done just to say one line. What was that all about? She's <laughs> never in the episode again. <laughs> she doesn't come back. <laughs> Uh, Dax is in this episode for one scene as well. Yeah, so is Cisco, and that's it. Yeah, she brings uh, an alien plant in, and Bashir's like, why did you bring me a flower? Like, why didn't you uh, take it to Keiko? She's the botanist. He gets to say the line. Yeah, he's a doctor, not a botanist. It's <laughs> 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 from the show. <laughs> um... But uh, Dax is like, you know, uh, Keiko's on a conference on Rigel 4, which is where everyone goes for everything in Star Trek. They must have, like, banging fucking tourist industry on Rigel. Rigel 4 is where all conferences happen. (laughs) The conference planet. Oh my god, that's what it is. It's like, uh, it's like one of those, like, like, like the super complexes where they just have all these office buildings that you can rent out, right? It's but the whole planet. The the whole planet is the Holiday Inn, but it's only the the conference centers. The Holiday Inn planet. (laughs) (laughs) They have those shitty, like, nondescript floral pattern, like, couches in there. Ah. I can smell it. Ah. Uh, 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 That's where we're going to have uh, M-Class Con. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, Bashir breaks doctor-patient confidentiality like nobody's fucking business in this scene, even though he keeps saying Garrick's his patient, and Garrick's like, no, I'm not. But he, yeah, if I he guess is... Yeah, he technically isn't, yeah. But he's like, uh, yeah, Garrick's being a real bitch about this. 
He's being a real Cardassian shit. Oh, no. I'm offended. He's um, like, you know how Cardassians never want to go to the doctor? And then the audience is like, <laughs> Cardassians walk like this, but humans walk like <laughs> this. <laughs> but uh, Dax is like, yeah, you're taking this real personally, aren't you? Yeah. And he's like, yeah, but me and Garrick have been dating... Having lunch for well over a year, and Dax yep. is like, "Well, it's not like you're really friends," which yeah. is like, "Wow." Yeah, and he's like, "Yeah, yeah, we're we're not, we're not." And he's like, "And that that should mean he should trust me as his doctor." He fucking yeah. gets up and leaves. Yeah, he Dax stabs like, the plant and then leaves. <laughs> he does. He stabs it with that fucking needle or whatever the fuck it is, which isn't like a thing in the future, so. He brought yeah, that guess. from his antiques. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Plants uh, don't feel things. Fuck them. Uh, Bashir's walking along the promenade, and thankfully Garrick and Quark are talking about their completely illegal horse shit next to a giant open window that leads to the yeah. promenade. <laughs> completely illegal, deeply classified technology. And Quark's like, have I ever let you down before? And Garrick's like, we've never even talked on this show. <laughs> And Quark, being such a businessman, is like, which is why I'm so interested in doing this right the first time, right? Like, that way you'll trust me. It's such a fucking Ferengi shit. True. (laughs) That's a new type of racism for this collection. (laughs) Yeah, well, you know how they are. (laughs) I'm not being racist. You know how they are. You know how they are. Am I right? They're always taking our commerce jobs. (laughs) But Bashir walks up and he's like, I couldn't help but overhear the conversation. What are you doing for Garrick? He's like, I'm getting him a sizing scanner from Merrick 2. It's so good at lying. He just does it so fluidly. And uh, Bashir's like, well, Garrick seemed pretty upset. And Quark's like, oh, I didn't notice. Anyway, you want some drink? You want some fuck sweet? Yeah, he tries to bribe him. Bashir's like, nah, I'm going to go home and masturbate. I'm just going to go home and jerk off the porn the old-fashioned way. <laughs> the old-fashioned way. Like my great-grandpappy did. <laughs> yep. But uh, I want to know what the fuck this next scene is about. Perhaps you could shed some light on this. I don't remember. Uh, Cisco is le- he gets a hypo spray from Bashir in the infirmary. Yeah. Bashir says, "Don't now! Don't yell at any more admirals." What the fuck is Cisco doing there? What what he, what disease do you get from yelling at admirals? Uh, my my thought was that he got in a fight with them. Oh, you my, think that so? was my thought? Yeah, that he got like in a tussle with this admiral, which is crazy. That is nuts. That's definitely how you lose your rank. Yeah, like I, I don't know, like what it could be that maybe he like got like really over he like overexerted himself yelling and the hypo spray was to calm him down yeah maybe i i it I does was seem, really confused at this part it does seem that yeah i thought he hurt himself but maybe you're right maybe he just is like like losing it i don't i don't know i don't know why this is in the some of the good drugs <laughs> It's like it's in, an idea that like they want the other characters to be like, going about their business, their so it day. feels lived in. Yeah. yeah, but this part is confusing about why the fuck Cisco is there. Yeah, I just wanted Cisco to like tell us why he got into a fight with an admiral. I was just 
I wasn't yelling. I was just expressing my feelings loudly. Mm. Mm. It's so cool. <laughs> he is. He is super cool. Not captain yet. Let's go. Give him the fucking pip Where, so we can have why a Why is he not captain? Let's, season three. Let's go. Come on. Um, <laughs> Bashir has called O'Brien over. And he's like, I need the Cardassians' medical records. And uh, O'Brien's like, oh, it'll take me a couple weeks. Maybe I can do some stuff and re-backtrace the IP. <laughs> Let me techno-babble my way through this horseshit. Yeah, yeah, it's fucking dumb. Bashir's like, oh, I'm just gonna take, I'm gonna do it like my grandpappy did. And he <laughs> takes a med kit and leaves. <laughs> and uh, for some reason, he goes to Quark's. Oh, no, he gets called. Like, Quark is like... Yeah, uh, he gets called to Quark's, yeah. He's like, he, I need you to come down to the bar immediately. You think it's, like, a big emergency at this point, but it's, like, not. Garrick's drunk. He's drinking all of Quark's canar. He's drinking all my fish juice. My He's drinking alcoholic all my fish fermented juice. fish juice. Ugh, I need that God. for the other customers. Yeah, I need that for the other Cardassians? What? But uh, he's like, well, I I want to reschedule our lunch date. Let's have a drink together. Yeah. Bashir takes the bottle, and uh, Garrick is like, I'm not going to sickbay, you fucker. He's like, ah, doctor, you think I'm a fool? And then like he puts the bottle, the doctor puts the bottle behind his back, and Quark comes and takes it. It's like, we've all been there, so, man. Uh, have we? <laughs> I I have. I definitely have, man. He where somebody's like. Way oh, okay. too drunk. You're yeah. not the Garrick in this scenario. Uh, no, no, no. I mean, uh, I have been the Garrick. Yeah. But I also. have not been the Garrick, but I have been the Quark who takes the bottle yeah. and disappears. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, Garrick has a seizure. Yeah. So now it is a medical emergency. Yeah. Um, they, it's such an emergency that they transport. Yeah, they use a bunch of transport energy, which I guess... Well, they're not Voyager. They don't need to save it. That's true. Also, Voyager didn't need to save it, apparently. No, I don't know why they even were worried about it, honestly. Don't Uh, dilithium crystals last for, like, a long fucking time? Do they last for 75 years? I would assume they do, considering, like, I'm pretty sure, like, nuclear fission lasts that long? (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, when do they add the half-life of a crystal? Ten thousand years of shit, right? Um, They're fine. Garrick has a Saiyan scouter, and he's laying on the. Well, he doesn't this time. I guess there's an actual (laughs) scouter when the um, (laughs) Wayun has one. Yeah, those are the scouters. But um, there's a Bajoran nurse there whose name is apparently Jabara. Cool, cool name. And uh, Odo is there. And for some reason, <laughs> yeah, Odo is like such a shithead in this episode. In some yeah, he's ways, full, he's full cop mode in this episode. Yeah, he's like, I need to talk to Mister Garrick about some unsolved murders, and it's like, yeah, he's dying. Yeah, he's he's <laughs> like, I'm trying to make sure he doesn't die, homie. Like, yeah, and and then Odo's like, well, if he's dying, then I better talk to him. Oh my god, get the fuck out! <laughs> I love it when a doctor big dicks somebody though on this scene. Yeah. Like, he big dicks the big dick. I've never slept, sorry. We don't sleep anymore, guys. Um, sleep is the cousin of death. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, uh, like, that happens later. Anyway, uh, he's like, Odo, I was hoping you could tell me what this implant is. And Odo's like, Bleh. Yeah, he's like, 
Cardassians are fucked up. Who knows what it is? <laughs> I never looked inside their fucking spoony skulls. So. That's what he says. So that, I thought that was funny. I thought that was a step too far, personally. I mean, th- that he called them spoonies, maybe, but... Spoonies. <laughs> uh, but the implant is connected to Garrick's entire central nervous system. And he's like, what is this, like a punishment device? Yeah, they think it's a... Yeah, like a... I don't know. I guess they think it's like a, a like a, maybe a kill switch, even right? Like a shock collar for the brain. Yeah, yeah. But it, it's only been he's only been in pain for a few days. So and it's been in there forever. Yeah, like years. So why? What the fuck is it? Yeah, they don't and he's know. like maybe Quark will know something. And Otto's like Quark. Quark. Uh. <laughs> but uh, Odo's like, uh, he may have sent several coded subspace messages to uh, to Cardassia. And he's like, well, how do you know that? And he's like, because I routinely monitor Quark's communications. <laughs> he just fucking breaks the Fourth Amendment. And he's like, what? like every cop ever. It's just, that doesn't exist. He's, That's not an amendment. Yeah, fucking Bashir's like, is that, yeah. is that legal? And he's like, it may not be entirely legal, but it's in the station's best interest, right? And Bashir's like, yeah, sure. What? Yeah, he picks his fight here. He's like, eh, that's... I was just gonna forget I heard that. He's like, meet me in the security office and we'll fucking spy on someone. Because it's, it's what I do. I'm, I just break laws all the time now. This is my favorite, though, because Bashir's like, I wouldn't miss it, right? Because yeah. he wants... He's a spy. He wants to be a spy, he, right? He, deep down in his heart, he yeah. wants to be a spy. Yep. He's the worst spy who ever lived, but he wants to be a spy... <laughs> He could play up that naive, like, like baby spy. Like, I don't know what I'm doing, right? Yeah, except like, he that he is that actually up. like that. Yeah. So it's, it doesn't work out as well. He doesn't want to be found out yet, you know what I mean? True. Wink, 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 wink. Wink, 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 wink. <laughs> uh, Quark calls uh, Gull Bohica. <laughs> Bohican Rhapsody. Uh, my favorite Cardassian tune. <laughs> Mama... I have a spoon. Oh, God. Put a spoon against his head. <laughs> he already had a spoon there. there. Uh, but he's like, uh, is that Dabo girl still there? I miss her. And Quark's like, oh. I'm sure she misses you, too. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, oh, I'm sure she does. Like, way over the top. Yeah. Ha, 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 ha. I definitely sexually harassed her all the time. Oh, yep, yep. But he's like, how do you, how would you like enough latinum to buy yourself a promotion? And he's like, yes. You have my undivided attention. <laughs> you had my curiosity. You've got my boner. Now you have my spoon tension. Oh, no. This is a bad episode. Dude, <laughs> this is what you get on two hours of sleep, baby. Straight up racism. <laughs> Straight up up spacists but uh, he's like i need some cardassian biotechnology and bohica's like oh, it'll be easy to get don't worry about it yeah and quark's like i don't know what it is i'll just give you the requisition code yeah because quark is like he's like what is it and quark's like i don't ask those questions which, which is like smart but also stupid. smart but also yeah, exactly uh, Bashir and Odo are in Odo's office. It pans back out, and they're standing on either side <laughs> yeah, of a screen. It's like behind the <laughs> camera. Is like behind like a thing in the Quark's bar. Like there's a there's a fucking like 
thing in the way of it, right? Like, it's, like, <laughs> hidden. It's so stupid. But it works fine. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, Bashir's <laughs> like, you don't have something like this in my quarters. And Odo's like, should, should I? I doctor? I'd be like, I'm going to tell the captain about this. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, Bohica puts the code in the computer and, like, a fucking, like... Warning light starts flashing. Warning. Wing, the FBI wing. has your tax information. It's like a fucking. <laughs> and he's like a boomer and he's like, shit, I better give him my social security oh, number. No. I gotta type my social security number yeah. in. Look away. Here's my credit card info. My, he's, I'm ruined. My career's over. Yeah. And he's, yeah. Quark's like, what? What happened? That was classified biotechnology. Even the requisition code is classified. It's the Obsidian Order. And Quark is like, "Well, nice talking to you, Boethia. <laughs> we were we knew each other a long time ago. Don't call me again." <laughs> Quark hangs up. Oh, then he man. takes the phone off the hook and puts his finger in the thing to see if there's any change. <laughs> Fucking classic fucking Ferengi shit, man. Uh, Odo sets off the camera, and uh, Bashir's like, what's the Obsidian Order? Which is like, yeah. you're bad at this, Bashir. Like, I guess it's good. Like, It's kind of like how nobody knows what like the name of China's secret thing is, right? It's like, called uh, Secret China. Secret China. <laughs> I mean, if it were called that, that would be hilarious. Yes, it would. But he's like, the the Obsidian Order's ruthlessness and efficiency are without measure. The Romulan Tal Shiar can't even compare. And he's like, you have to um, admire their efficiency. I'm like, Odo, are you a villain in this episode? I also felt like weirdly like I needed to stick up for the Tal Shiar. Yeah, I'm like, they're real good. (laughs) Yeah, they're like crazy. Like, I, I mean... I, I, I feel like a little bit of that is, like, some Cardassian, like, we're better bullshit, right? I like, think that was a little bit of, like, a writer's thing. Like, Deep Space Nine being, like, our Tal Shiar yeah. is way worse than yeah, TNG's. Yeah. You're right. That's Yeah, that's what it was. But he's, <laughs> like, uh, why would Garrick be ordering another device like the one that's in his head if it's, a like, a torture device? Yeah, he's like, he wanted the schematics, too, so maybe he wants to, like, figure out how to take it out of himself, right? Um, Odo goes off to commit more war crimes. Yeah, just breaking all the fucking (laughs) civil rights of everybody on the station. And Bashir goes back to the infirmary, and Garrick's not there. God damn it! Garrick's (laughs) fucked off. He's done. He does not want to be a patient, and he hates Bashir. Dude, he's dipping out in his quarters, man. He went back to his quarters to do drugs. He's like, fentanyl? More like fucking heat up the spoon on my head and inject me with this shit. It'd be so easy to freebase as a Cardassian. <laughs> <laughs> if you already had a fever, you're halfway there. Yeah. <laughs> Just take a little longer to cook it. That's spacism for you, That's baby. really, really spacist. Bashir goes straight to Garrick's quarters, and Garrick won't answer, so he uses a medical override command, which seems pretty flippant to be using that at that moment. Dude, here's the thing about that shit. I would be using that shit all the time, and uh, that's not good. No. (laughs) 
Well, you're always yeah. none of the fucking doors on the satellite are closed, and you're always walking up to them and using your override commands. Yeah, well, you know, I'm hanging dong and shit in the middle of the <laughs> night. Like, I gotta air this place out. It smells like dong in it's here. It's true. Josh is like the dong hanging cryptid at night. You just see his shadows yeah. moving across the fucking rooms. Is that a donger? <laughs> Is that a, a free-swinging <laughs> wang, I see? Go back to sleep, Jeff. Nothing to see here. And then I just helicopter. <laughs> I'm just following it with my head like, Whoa! Whoa! Whoa, whoa, what? <laughs> but Garrick is uh, drugging himself up with triptocetarine. Yeah, which is apparently like a narcotic. <laughs> Yeah, he's like, it's enough to anesthetize an Algorian mammoth, which is this uh, alien space mammoth. Yeah, which, like, weirdly enough, is only the size of, like, a Jack Russell, so it's not bad. <laughs> it's very hardy, though. Very it's thick. Very thick. <laughs> Beefy. He's like, Cardassians must be made of sterner stuff. And he's, like, preparing, like, another fucking, yeah. like, injection. <laughs> Bashir's like, Garrett Quark isn't coming. Garrick's like, oh... That's bad news for me. Uh, not unexpected, though. Yeah. And uh, he's like, it's for the best. Let me get that hyper spray back, Doc. He's got the uh, the belt in his mouth, and he's, like, tying it off, right? Garrick's like, I'd re- thanks for your concern, but I'd rather have the hypo spray. And he's <laughs> like, I'm not going to let you commit suicide. And yeah. then Garrick passes out again. Does he pass out again, or does he oh, give him... He just starts, like, uh, being like, Ugh! Falls yeah, to his he, knees. Yeah. Garrick leans against a chair, and Bashir is, like, the... He's like, what's going on? He's like, oh, my cranial nerve cluster has deteriorated. And, and he's, he's like, like, oh, shit, not slightly. Yeah, he's like, it's like a bowl of fucking mushroom soup in there, man. <laughs> You're fucked, dog. Anyway, yeah. bye. Yeah, you want these drugs? I'm taking them with me. They're mine now. Uh, I gotta. I do these recreationally. So, <laughs> finders keepers. I just broke into your apartment. But you get like a little, uh, a little view into Garrick's mind space here, where he says he has no intention of allowing the Bajorans on the station to see him in his present state yeah. and find yeah. joy in it. Yeah, which is like kind of out of left field, right? Yeah. But like he's been just like seething about these people, like he. He doesn't necessarily hate Bajorans, but he just, he doesn't like them. <laughs> no, right? the, the enmity still perfectly exists yeah. between all Cardassians yeah. and all Bajorans. He's not cool with them, let's no. just say. They hate him, as we find yeah. out. He sees it every day. Yeah. This is the first mention we get of Anabran Tane, who becomes a very important character for Garrick. Nude Tane? I, the Sons of Tain line really set that off the in my brain. Sons of Nude Tain. Could you uh, formulate n- a Nude Tain, please? Uh, Does not compute. F- Flargenstone? Nude Tain. <laughs> Are you certain this is not safe for work? I would feel the same way Paul Rudd does when he sees nude Tane if it was an If you saw a Tane. picture of yourself. Oh, if it was an opera. I was going to say, if you saw a picture of yourself, I'd be like, yeah. I'm okay. <laughs> I'm good. But uh, Garrick's not going to the infirmary. 
And Bashir's like, uh, well, what the fuck is that device? He's like, he just ignores the question. He's like, if it, it can't be removed, if it could, it'd be useless. The implant was given to yeah. me by Anabrin Tane, the head of the Obsidian Order. Yeah, and we already know the whole story yes. with this motherfucker, who's but nobody knows One of the yet. evilest fuckers in the history of Star Trek. Yeah, he's... He's like really like great though. The yes, actor who plays him really is, good. is really good. But he's like uh he does spill the beans that the device was designed to trigger endorphins when Garrick was tortured right. to make him immune to pain, but it wasn't designed for continuous use. Yeah, and the doctor's like, "What the fuck are you talking about? Continuous use?" And he's like, "Yeah, I just uh he, living on Deep Space Nine is torture for him. He gives yeah. a bunch of reasons. They're all shitty, but whatever. Yeah, not enough spoonheads. Uh, everybody hates the spoonheads. Too many what smooth else? heads. That's what they too call many, us. Too many pink skins. Or oh whatever. God. <laughs> but uh, he he created a device that allowed him to trigger the implant on demand. Started using it for a few minutes a day. He used it more and more and more until one day he left it on permanently. And Bashir's yeah, like, like for how long? And he's like, for two years. Oh, good. Bashir's like, duh, you tried turning it off? Yeah, and he's, he's like, no. Garrick's like, <laughs> Have you been to doctor school? <laughs> like my body's addicted to the higher endorphin levels now. Don't yeah, you know what can't. drug addicts are? I mean, he might not, man. He, you know, he might have to go back into the history books and like look up heroin. That's true. I've never heard yeah. of this. What is heroin? Yeah, fentanyl. <laughs> but uh, Garrick is like, uh, yeah, I'm. I'm a, I, there's nothing I can do about it. And Bashir's like, well, now you're letting them win. And he's like, them? Yeah. He's yeah. the central command, the Obsidian Order, or whoever else exiled you to Deep Space Nine. You're letting them win. Yeah. He's like, has anyone ever called you an annoying fuckboy? <laughs> he's like, yeah. Chief O'Brien. Chief O'Brien, every day. Every day. <laughs> Especially in the gym locker room. When I'm helicoptering my sweaty dong. Uh, <laughs> uh, but Garrick's like, did you ever think that I deserve this? Yeah. Bashir's like, no one deserves it. And he's like, uh, he keeps calling Bashir smug and sanctimonious. Yeah. Which I wouldn't describe his actions during this as. Like, other yeah. times, yes. But, like, during this episode, no. I feel like that's like a like Garrick being like Starfleet is holier than thou, right? True. Like, which like we are because we're better than everybody, right? Because we're better, <laughs> especially better than uh, the Cardassians. Yeah, but fucking Cardis, <laughs> Cardi sees. <laughs> but yeah, I feel like he's just like you know. Of course, you want to help. You're always sticking your fucking nose in people's shit, right? Yeah, you know, what you I mean? got your nose where it doesn't belong, yeah, which yeah. is wild for an Obsidian Order agent, right? To say. <laughs> Well, that's exactly what they would say, yes. right? But he he tells the first of his stories. Yeah, he says he was a he was a gull in the Cardassian mechanized infantry, which is a great mm. name. Yeah, and uh, he a bunch of Bajorans escaped from his custody, and his aide Elam tracked them yeah. down and followed them aboard a Cardassian shuttle headed for Terok Nor under Gull Dukat's orders. 
Right. And Gold Ducat let them, ordered for them not to search the shuttle. Uh, Garrick destroyed the shuttle, killing the escapees, Elam, and 97 other Cardassians, which is a believable number, but a horrific one. Yeah, it's like perfectly horrible, right? Mm-hmm. Like you can ration, like you can like think about that number, but and also that's a lot. Yeah, that's a lot of fucking <laughs> yeah, people. There's a lot of people. <laughs> but he um, he says one of them was the daughter of a prominent Cardassian official, and that's why he was stripped of his rank and exiled from Cardassia. And Bashir is like horrified at all. He's of like, this. "You can't be serious. You can't be serious." <laughs> And he's like, I'm deadly serious. And Bashir's like, look, I'm your doctor. I don't give a goddamn one way or another what type of person you are. It is my duty to keep you alive. And that's all I care about. He says, look, I'll promise I'll help you through whatever the side effects of turning the implant off are. I just need to know where the triggering device is. And Garrick is touched by this enough to tell him it's in the drawer. Yeah, it's just like a cry for help, right? Yes. This is like classic cry for help. This like. is a Josh Henderson cry for help. <laughs> classic Josh Henderson <laughs> cry for help. I don't know how I feel about that, but you know what? I'm going to go with it. Uh, we'll add that to the lexicon of the podcast. <laughs> Josh, you know what, Jeff? I'm going to fucking kill myself. Classic Josh Henderson cry for help, help, help. <laughs> This is the darkest episode we've yes, ever done. It is. This is this is a rough episode. By the <laughs> way, by Magic Mind. Um, they do listen to the whole show, so this is probably the last one. But we did yeah. love having them as a sponsor. It, it is good. I do love Magic Mind, and it um, works. <laughs> Garrick is in a bed with a monitoring device on his head again, and Bashir and the a nurse are at his bedside, and. Bashir is like, I'll be here for the next 26 hours. He knows yeah. already. He's like, ah, yeah. 26 hours. And then we get a uh, a little... Oh, no, that happens later. Oh, you're talking about the montage? Yeah, we, the time uh, lapse? That happens yeah. Uh, this is when Odo shows up, and he's like, I need to talk to Garrick That's right. about That's right. some murders, some unsolved homicides. And Bashir's like, Garrick has been through a severe shock, and I don't know when he'll recover or wake up. And Odo's like, he's going to die? And he's like, maybe. Well, then I need to talk to him right now. Yeah. And Bashir's like, big dick Bashir pulls out his dick, helicopters it right in Odo's face. It's so and sweaty. It, Odo's face <laughs> is made of goo, so it just keeps moving with the dick yeah. as he helicopters. Yeah. Like a, like in a like a cartoon, how the, just the face will move. Like a yeah. Adventure Time would do that a bunch. <laughs> Uh, Bashir's like no one is going in or out of those quarters except for emergency personnel and that's the order do you understand and Odo's Odo's like like, yeah he's impressed by this right like he loves it when people big dick him he loves a big dick he loves being smacked around which is why he loves Kira so much that's true She'll that, slap your dick around. That makes perfect sense. Yep. <laughs> Look, I know. I know what's going on. I can see through the heart of things, you know? Classic Josh Henderson cry for help. <laughs> now I gotta make, like, a sting for this. <laughs> uh, then we get the montage. That's right. Bashir walking around bored as fuck. Yeah, and every now and then Garrick's leg will move. Cool. Yeah. He's, like, <laughs> He's having a dream. He's like he's, he's chasing, chasing a ball. He's chasing a rabbit. 
you would think that someone going through like extreme withdrawal symptoms would be like it's like this is like a real like PG fucking yes. withdrawal yes, it is. symptoms. The episode was already dark enough. They yeah. c- they couldn't do this in like fucking uh, yeah. primetime television. Like a real withdrawal. Like this dude would be yeah. fucking puking and crying and fucking he does <laughs> he does wake up and start he's sobbing in the dark, which yeah. is pretty sad. Yeah. Bashir gets up and he goes over to Garrick and tries to put his hand on him. He's like, "Don't fucking touch me!" Yeah. And Garrett goes has a little monologue where he talks about how pathetic his life has become on Deep Space Nine. Yeah. He starts destroying shit. Throws his flowers, flips a table. Yeah, and he's like, literally. I've been more clear-headed than I have been in the last two years. Yeah. And then he <laughs> says, uh, I was once the protege of the head of the Obsidian Order, Inabrintain, yeah. who was the Obsidian Order, more powerful than even the Central Command until he was exiled. And Garrick is Bashir's like because of the incident with the shuttle, right? And he's like, "No, I lied. That was a lie." Yeah. So this one's the truth. Here's yeah. the truth for real. Wink, wink. <laughs> Instead of him destroying the ship, oh, that's yeah. later actually. He he talks about him and his his friend Elam were interrogating right. a group of Bajoran children. All of them were about fourteen, and he was. It was too cold, and he was hungry. Yeah. And it all seemed meaningless. Because they were just about to leave. They were getting yeah. out of... They, so, it, yeah, the whole thing. It reminds me of that uh, Band of Brothers episode where they have to go on that mission to find, like, like anything, like like papers, you know? Oh, yeah. And yeah, the dude yeah. gets killed, and like, what the fuck are we even doing? Like, what like, was this that is for? Stupid. Yeah. <laughs> but there's this great moment where he says, and all I wanted was a hot bath and a good meal. And he laughs in Bashir's yeah. face, like, insanely. Yeah. Cause, so yeah. good. Yeah. But he gave the children the latinum in his pockets and released them. He said, Elam couldn't believe his eyes. Yep. And that's why he was exiled to the station. Yep. We had nothing to look forward to except having lunch with Bashir. What a great fucking spy this dude is, yeah. right? He, even he, during all of this horrific shit, he's still lying. He tell the first story he tells is paints him as like the shittiest war criminal ever. Yeah, and then the next story he tells, he's like a hero, but he like hates himself. Yeah, he's like he hates living on the station. He hates himself, and he yeah. hates Bashir. Dude, it's like this dude is fucked up in like a lot some of ways. Crazy way. And he's then, got a Josh Henderson cry for help tattoo. <laughs> uh, and then Garrick fucking like kirks across the room into Bashir and knocks him yeah. over a table, like throws yeah. his whole body at him and goes, Wah! Yeah. Uh, and they land on the ground and start rolling on top of each other, and it's really hot, but then Garrick it's, has a seizure, and it really ruins it. It's like uh, episode two when they're rolling around on the ground after Anakin rides that pig thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, They go back to the infirmary. Uh, Garrick's body is not responding to hyperzine. Yeah, he doesn't have leukocytes or something. His lymphatic system is critical. He's got toxins that are accumulating, even though the implant's been shut down. And you're right, Garrick's leukocytes are fucked. Get new leukocytes, bro. Yeah, but he he doesn't know anything about Cardassian leukocytes. Like the they computer's could... like, we don't know anything about spoonheads. <laughs> Who programmed? Was O'Brien program this? 
<laughs> Master O'Brien did not program me. All hail Master O'Brien. <laughs> That's weird. Uh, they can synthesize Cardassian leukocytes, but it would take weeks. So yeah. uh, Nurse Jabara is like, well, let's turn the drugs back on. Yeah, it'll sur- he'll survive, right? Garrick's like, no. I'd rather die. He's one- He wants to die anyway, you can tell us. Yeah, he just wants to uh, pretty fucked up for an episode of Star Trek, but yeah. Um, but then he's like, "I'll finally tell you the truth, Doctor." The Bashir. real story, yeah, yeah. And uh, he was Elam wasn't his aide, but his best friend, closer yeah. to him than a brother. And they were adopted by a Nobrin Tain called the Sons of Nude Tain. <laughs> yeah, and they were feared even by the highest of gulls. Yeah. But when a scandal erupted over the release of several Bajoran prisoners, mm, weird. there were rumors who would be implicated. Tane had left by then, so there was no one left to protect them. And uh, Garrick was going to be implicated, so he altered records and planted files to frame Elam. Right. Although Elam had already beat him to the punch and done the exact same thing to him. Right. And Garrick was exiled, and he's like, well, I deserved it. Not for the reason that the government claimed, but for betraying my best friend. Yep. And he's like, will you please forgive me for what I've done, Doctor? And Bashir is like, ah, uh, yes. I forgive you. And then they you. hold hands. And Garrick and then falls he goes asleep. To sleepy. <laughs> he's like, I'll be back like, in 52 hours. Nurse Jabari, get me the keys to the Corvette runabout. Wah, 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 wah. <laughs> Dude, I love the animation on the runabout takeoff because it's like, are you fucking trying to hit that fucking pylon? <laughs> it's so close. Just You're in go space. For- yeah, go forward and then turn. You don't have to go around it. Like, what are you doing? He's hot dogging. He's <laughs> trying to save a man's life and he's hot dogging. <laughs> doing a fucking donut around that pylon. He goes to the colony, the Arawath colony, and he beams down to the surface. And nothing stops him. And he can yeah, be down is, perfectly um, fine, which is like, he should know something's up at this point. This is point. a bad idea, yeah. He just goes to, beams into somebody's fucking living room? Let me just beam into the head of the security of the fucking Obsidian Order's house. Like, what could possibly go wrong? Yeah, and I, when a Cardassian comes out, he's like, Dr. Bashir, welcome. Please make yourself at home. And Bashir's like, piss pants. Like, how do you know who I am? And he's like, oh, I'm an Auburn Tain. I know fucking everything. Dr. Julian Subatoy Bashir. Yeah. And Bashir's like, no, my middle name. It's so stupid. That, <laughs> why did they name me that? <laughs> he's like, do you want anything? How about some Tarkalian tea with extra sh- extra sweet? And Bashir's yeah. like trying to be like polite and smiling, but that reveal completely guts him. He's like, I love Tarkalian tea. Oh, God. Oh, shit. What am I doing here? And he drinks the tea that he's given, which proves he's all he's more of an idiot than even you would imagine. Thankfully, it's not poisoned. I guess he figures, like, people know where he is, right? Like, if something happens to him, that's not... Like, a Nobrantane wouldn't be able to cover it up? Yeah, I guess. I don't know. So he's, he's dumb in either way, really. Yeah, or really brave. I don't know the difference. Yeah. Sometimes it's the same. It's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but he's like, uh, everybody should fear the Order. 
But I'm retired. I like to stay abreast of current events, and I also yeah. like to stay abreast. <laughs> if you know what I mean. And then he shows him his weird, like, pictures of all the breasts he's ever, like, looked at. <laughs> it's like, I keep them. I keep them Because he's a spy, so he has, like, pictures of them, right? Which is fucked up. And Bashir tries to play cool, and he's like, you could probably tell me many things I'm interested to know. And Bashir's like, well, I could tell you about being a doctor and some doctor shit, or I could tell you about tennis. Yeah. yeah. And Tane's like, I'm fine. No, thanks. That sounds boring, even to other humans. <laughs> and he's right. It is. It's Tennis true. sucks. <laughs> uh, Garrick is dying. And he's trying to save him. And Tane's like, huh, I thought you were his friend. Yeah. He's like, what? He's like, if you were his friend, you'd let him die. Yeah, this is... Now we're getting into the Cardi C shit, yeah. right? For for Garrick, a life in exile is no life at all. Mm. He's like, it's, I'm a doctor, it's my job to keep him alive, I need the leukocytes. Give me the leukocytes! And he's like, okay! <laughs> Here you go. It's like, I already sent them, their, their information's there. <laughs> oh, okay. He's like, I sent them over to your ship. Yep. And Bashir's like, oh, thanks. And he's like, you shouldn't thank me. Yeah. I want Garrick to live a long, miserable, painful life. Growing old on the station with people who hate him surrounding him and knowing that he can never again return home. Fucking knowing what we know. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you think yours is bad, but then... Yeah. <laughs> I mean... Uh, yeah. Different levels, but... Um, yeah, similar, but different. Bashir is like, what a lovely sentiment. And Tane says, and trust me, it's from the heart. Now you should get on your way before I fucking six-shooter you in the taint. That's why they <laughs> call Nob- me Tane. <laughs> Nobrin Taint. Bashir's like, I just have one question. And he's like, make it quick. He's like, uh, whatever happened to Garrick's friend Elam? Tane's he like, laughs. he's still, he laughs and he's like, even during all, uh, during the worst time of his life, he still manages to lie. Yeah. That boy had a great talent for obfus- obfuscation. Obfuscation, yep. He's like, what do you mean? And he's like, e- my my dear doctor, Elam is Garrick's first name. Yep. <laughs> Never tell a truth when a lie, when a lie will do. Yep. Yeah. It's so good. He's like, tell, so good. tell Garrick that I miss him. Aww. Which is fucked as well. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Bashir transports, like, really sadly, because he realizes everything he's been told was a lie. Yeah, or was it? Or was it? Yeah. And what happens at the very end of the episode? Well, I think you're going to have to wait for us to take a quick commercial break, where we'll be right back after these messages. Just wait a damn second. After these messages, we'll be right back. I didn't mean to do it. I'm so sorry. Women's secret confessions, all real, all true. It was horrible. I I was out of control. Listen to women burying their souls. Please forgive me. Women's Secret Confessions, what their best friends don't even know. Call 1-900-909-1133. Two dollars first minute, 45 cents additional minutes. For women only. (laughs) 
Welcome back from those messages, everybody. Hopefully you'll purchase uh, nothing besides Magic Mind. Anyway. Yeah, they're not real. The Only Magic Mind's the real. Yeah, those aren't real ads. They're just fun to advertisements for Unless fun. Unless you go back in time, which, I mean, if you can do that, make sure that you just, like, get rid of me. Josh Anderson, cry <laughs> for help. Uh, I just ignore him. <laughs> That's all you can do anymore. Uh, Bashir is alone at his table at the replomat that he usually shares with Garrick. Who is it? And he's staring... <laughs> cry for help. Uh... <laughs> He's staring out into the distance. He's got a uh, thousand-yard stare, and Garrick walks up, and he's like, Doctor, could I join you? Yeah. He's like, why aren't you in bed? He's like, fuck that. I've had COVID for two weeks. I'm done. I'm getting up. Uh, he's like, how's the Adanian spice pudding? And Bashir's like, D- what are you fucking asking about spice pudding for? Yeah. Are you pretending the last ten days never happened? He's like, yep. Garrick's like, yeah, I'm satisfied with the way it turned out. I don't want to talk about it anymore. It's difficult yep. for both of us. Totally cool with just burying that one. And uh, Bashir just drinks his beverage. Uh, Garrick is like, uh, Constable Odo is under the impression that I was once a member of the Obsidian Order. Weird. He's like, what did you tell him? And he's like, well, I told him it wasn't true, of course. I have nothing to hide. Yeah, and he said that uh, he's Odo's going to look after me and look into what I'm doing. Yeah, and he's like, oh, I said, good. That's, yeah. And he takes, he gives Bashir a data rod, and he's like, "What's this? Meditations on a Crimson Shadow, a Cardassian <laughs> novel by Prelock." Man, I hate reading. We had to read Prelock in ninth grade, and I was like, <laughs> "Fucking precock, man!" Oh, Jesus got him! Christ. Fucking got him! Yeah, spoonheaded bitch! Oh wow. <laughs> Uh, that is not the official M-Class stance on Cardassians, I would like yeah, to say. Our lawyers are really getting tired of, like, <laughs> fixing my faux pas. Your, your foo bars, you mean? I would like to say that I apologize. I would like to go on record to say I made a mistake, and I've learned and grew. I've learned from my mistake. <laughs> but he's like, it takes place in the future, during a war between Cardassia and the Klingon Empire. Mm. And Bashir's like, I wonder who wins. And Garrick's like, who do you think? Yeah. Funny, because that's not what happened. No, it's not at all. <laughs> he's like, what uh, What about the stories about your past are true, and what? which ones are not? And Garrick's like, oh, my dear doctor, they're all true. And he's like, what about the lies? And he's like, Especially the lies. <laughs> yeah, that's so good. And like, what's shitty about this is like living through the fucking like post truth nightmare that we true. live in. Like, Eric would have thrived. Oh, this is exactly what is going on like yeah. everywhere right now, right? Eric like, says his little line, especially the lies. And then he gets on the table and does a little fucking Rumpelstiltskin dance and claps his hands together. <laughs> and then the Rumpelstiltskin from the other episode yeah. pops back up and is like, that's my job, you spoon-headed freak. Oh, my God. Rumpelstiltskin's a spacist. You yeah, know. We do that. You know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, come on. You can see it in his eyes. <laughs> uh, here's a John Larroquette fun fact of the day. Oh. The original idea for this episode was to have Kira addicted to battle stimulants since her days in the Bajoran Resistance. Right. 
uh, they thought that it would be too difficult to keep doing episodes with Kira without ever referencing the addiction, and that it they might tarnish her character yeah. too much. Well, they kicked that can down the road with uh, T'Pol then, right? That's kind of how they went with her. With uh, the uh, Trellium. She was always addicted to Trellium. Oh, yeah, Trellium D. Yeah, because Vulcans love like shooting asbestos into their veins. <laughs> That's how they uh, get off. The Obsidian Order were originally going to be called the Grey Order, which seems a little racist. I thought it was going to be... I, I thought Obsidian... <clears throat> I mean, it's cool because like, Obsidian's black and it's cool, mm-hmm. right? But I thought like Ophidian Order because they're snakes, right? Like, oh, snakes. yeah. That would have been great. I thought no like mention that, of that. Yeah, I thought that they were going to maybe go with that, but it was like two on the nose. Sorry, two on the spoon. Oh, no. They have noses. <laughs> I mean, who can tell? Oh my god. <laughs> that's actually really racist. Yeah, that's rough. <laughs> that's but they were originally so going to be called the Grey Council. I'm swiftly moving on. Good, they were going to be called the Grey Order, but Babylon 5 were going to introduce a group called the Grey Council. And they felt like yeah, it was too similar. Yeah. yeah, that was a good show. I like that show. Babylon 5 is pretty fun, honestly. It gets good, and then it gets bad again. It gets ba- It's bad, then good, then bad. True. <laughs> when they get that, like those ships, and they fight the whoever the bad guys are, that's a good. But everything up to the that Cylons? Like, are they the Cylons? <laughs> no, what are they? I don't remember what they are. I don't even remember. I don't remember. Uh, this is uh, well. Actually, let's get into it. Let's let's wheel out the the big board, the yeah. Cochrane to Catfish warp scale of quality. Definitely didn't confuse our guests. No, they definitely weren't uh, mostly ignoring what we were saying and then just giving a number. <laughs> to be fair, Zane does that just all the time. So She just ignores what you says and it's just like oh, seven. Yeah. Like like literally, like I'll be having a conversation with her and she'll be like, What? And I'll be like, God damn it! <laughs> it's like it's like we're married or something. It's like, what the fuck, man? That's like, hilarious. <laughs> My tummy hurts, so let's get on with this. Yeah. Uh, Josh Henderson. Mr. Josh Henderson. Yeah. On the Cochrane to Catfish warp scale of quality, 1 through 10, I'm not explaining it again. Yeah, we get it. What? what do you, <laughs> we fucking get it. Uh, what are you giving this episode and why? Uh, I'm going to give it an 8.5. Ooh. Um, I love Garrick so much. Like honestly, like I I love every episode Garrick is in. Well, top ten I, Star Trek characters for sure. I love him, and like this is like such a dark episode, but also like perfect for Garrick, right? Like he gets to like be like so fucking insane, but also he's like so smart. Like I don't even care that Bashir's a dingus this whole time. Like, I understand. I think 8.5 is an extremely fair uh, number to give this episode, to be honest with you. Yeah, it's better than, I mean, it's better than the last one, and I really like the last one, so. Yeah, I um, am not going to be too far off. I'm giving it an 8. There you go. And I'm giving it an 8 because uh, for how good Andrew Robinson is in yeah. this episode, we're still dealing with early Bashir. Yeah. Um, I think... His interactions with Andrew Robinson, like Garrick's interactions with Bashir, and Andrew Robinson's interactions with Alexander Siddig, 
are uh, formative for that character and really yeah. create um, a f- like a causeway through which Alexander Siddig becomes better and better and better as an actor. Yeah, his character, uh, like Alexander Siddig's like a really really good actor, right? Yes. Like, I, I, like I always say, I don't think he yeah. was in the first season. I think no, he really I, gains yeah. his footing as he goes along, though. I think his character in this show is like poorly written at yeah. or annoyingly written i'll say well, right yeah, he's he's meant to be a character that yeah. shows the naivete yeah. of the federation and that gets uh frustrating it gets old. yeah it gets old yeah but yeah i think you're right like these make uh, these interactions with garrick make him a better character absolutely and i i think that for how good Andrew Robinson is in this episode, and he's fucking on fire good. Yeah. Uh, the comparison does not play well for Alexander Siddig. He seems no. very flat during a lot of these scenes, and he becomes much better at portraying deeper emotions as time goes along. Yeah. And there are hints of that in this episode, like when he's like hurt by the things that Garrick yeah. is saying. Uh, you can sort of feel it on him in a way that's like you wouldn't have been able to in the first season. I, I don't know, like, obviously I don't know Alexander Sinek, oh, but, like, I... F- bestest friend. <laughs> You're, like, his, like, new O'Brien. Yes. Uh, I, f- I feel like he, like, was intimidated by acting against uh, Andrew Robinson. Like, that could definitely he kind of just true. let him take the stage instead of, like, playing off of it, right? Yeah, like, there's something to be said for that as well, like, knowing um, who is yeah. in the main role and letting them, like, run away with the role because that's, like, what the episode needs, and maybe that's where he was at. Maybe that's what... Yeah, exactly. But I, I, th- I think, say, he, right? I think uh, his... Uh, acting suffers alongside Andrew Robinson because this is like maybe the height of Garrick. There are episodes where he reaches this height again. Yeah. But this is like some of the best Garrick stuff you're going to get. And um, also, I'm giving it an eight because like uh, I find it really funny and lame when characters show up for one scene and say one line and then never <laughs> come back again. <laughs> It's uh, it's a thing they do. Yeah, I, I don't know why. I find it very funny. Uh, just give them the fucking day off. Like, yeah, go, absolutely. Just, you don't need to fucking be in this episode. If, if you need them to say a line, have them say it over comms. <laughs> yeah, or or like what they should do is like have like ensigns ensign Jimmy, right? Like, just put a I different thought, guy I in. Ensign Ricky was finally gonna make it to yeah, Deep Space Nine. Ensign Ricky, put Ensign Ricky in. Like, it doesn't, it doesn't need to be like. Oh God, Captain Cisco! Oh, what should I do? Turn to page what? Uh, <laughs> if you want to know what the fuck we're talking about, check out Trek Your Own Trek Venture on <laughs> uh, Class Podcast Patreon. Why aren't we millionaires? We're the smartest people who ever lived. I think we're too smart. <laughs> I've said it for years. We're too smart. It's true. It's true. We. I need to get my hands on more of those, or like I know something similar, so that I could like we can insert Ensign Ricky back into it. We definitely need to like listen to or read some of these like compendium books that they have. Oh yeah, we uh, should. I don't really want to like read them. <laughs> But that's the problem. Some, you gotta read to read. If someone wants to, like, tell them to me over, like, maybe an audible format, that would be fine. Um, we'll figure something out for Ensign Ricky's triumphant <laughs> return. Yeah. Uh, but, so that's a 8.5 from Josh. 
And an eight from me. Whoever's keeping track of that, which is probably no one. Write that down on the wiki. I think there's one. There is a wiki. I don't think it's been updated in a very long time. Update the wiki, WikiLeaks. Wait, what are you doing, WikiLeaks? <laughs> what was that guy's name? Edward Snowden. What are you doing? Yeah. Update the M-Class wiki, Edward Snowden. Yeah, Julian Assange. Oh, no. He's a criminal. <laughs> <laughs> um... You know what? Here at the end of the episode, I think it's time again to discuss the Trek Boy Pride Pledge Drive 2023! Whoa, 2023! Get your pride on with your boys! <laughs> Look, you know about the Trevor Project, Suicide Prevention and Resource Hotline for LGBTQIA plus teens and youth. You know that they do amazing things in the community. You know that they are creating a brighter, more optimistic, more available future for LGBTQIA plus kids and teens. And you know that M-Class Podcast are big supporters of the Trevor Project. And I know that you want to get in on it. You want to be a big supporter of the Trevor Project. Hell yeah. We got two paths for you, baby. It couldn't be more simple. It's so easy. If you want to get a bunch, and I mean six years worth of extra M-Class podcast content for a donation to the Trevor Project, we don't even get to keep the money. It goes to the Trevor Project, baby. Yeah. Then you can go to patreon.com slash M-Class podcast and become a patron or raise your pledge. And it says $50 is the highest pledge. It's not. You can pledge any amount of money you want. Any amount of money you can pledge is helpful. We love the Trevor Project. We love doing the this uh, month's pledge drive. Uh, please help out the Trevor Pl- Project. It's something uh, we take very seriously and is very close to our hearts. Absolutely. So Absolutely. anything you can do to help would be great. Um, if, if you want to bypass us completely, you want to just be part of the fundraiser and be under the M-Class umbrella and get that money straight to the Pre- Trevor Project, you don't have to wait until the end of the month. You can donate directly to our fundraiser page at give.thetrevorproject.org slash mclasspodcast. And that gets added. That's exactly where we donate the total yeah. at the end of the month. Like uh, we've, We started at $740 at the end of the month, and every dollar we make over that uh, in raised pledges and added pledges is going to go directly to the Trevor Project at the end of the month. Last year... We did uh, a lot. Like, let me go to the yeah. page and I'll tell you what we did, actually. It was over two grand in total. Oh, no. They're experiencing technical difficulties. Of course they are. Well, we're recording, so yeah, why would it? I think it was uh, around... Uh, it was like 1600 or something. It was something like that. and we But were, then we donated some money. So Yeah, I think that's what made it 1600 is that we were at like... Uh, Thirteen, and then we both oh, is that, donated okay. two hundred dollars. All right. So Josh and I also donate what we can on top of yeah. the donation from the Patreon at the end of the month as well. Because yeah, like we don't even get paid for the podcast really this month. So like just what we already had yeah. from the last month is what we get. Like everything else goes directly to the Trevor Project, and uh, we've done this for four straight years. There are hundreds of people who've taken part who can. Uh, you know, stand in our corner and say that what we do is worthwhile and what you guys do by joining in on the pledge drive is worthwhile. Uh, as of this recording, we have not, 
uh, even made like a fraction of what we made last time. So we're a little worried we're yeah. going to look like chumps in front we're of the th- we're Trevor Project. Up, we're throwing up the fucking signal of Gondor. We're lighting the flame of Gondor. We are lighting the, to- we're lighting the pyres, yeah. the torches. Yeah. It's, we're calling for aid from the West Mark. Yeah, Gondor calls for aid. That's that's us. We're Gondor. <laughs> yeah, we're the we're the good guys, sort of. Yeah, yeah. Gondor's the good guys. <laughs> yeah, that one guy's kind of the tomato guy. Oh yeah, dude. I saw the other day. This is neither here nor there, but I saw the other day they were doing uh, like which character from Lord of the Rings is which uh, astrological yeah. sign, right? Oh good. Oh good. This and fucking Ares was Denethor. I was what? like, no, no. way. No fucking. That's way. fucking rough. I got Samwise Gamgee. <laughs> so fuck you <laughs> Jesus Christ couldn't be worse baby <laughs> look I do love cherry tomatoes that's true he loves to pop a cherry tomato halfway out of his mouth I actually hate cherry tomatoes <laughs> yeah I do too actually uh, I'm not a much of a raw tomato guy Yeah, no, I love everything like, made from it but yeah it tastes like cum does it now <laughs> I mean, it's pretty close. Uh, we'll find out later. Um, You'll find out later, Jeff. The the Trek Boy Pride Pledge Drive 2023 goes all the way to the end of the month. We are about uh, we're almost at the halfway point of the month as of recording this. Uh, we'll be towards the end when this comes out. So if you're yep. hearing this right now and you haven't taken part, now is absolutely the time. We need you more than ever. Like Josh said, we're lighting the beacons of Gondor. Yeah. We're calling for aid from you horse fucking loving people out Rohan, there. Rohan's of Riders of Rohan. Yeah, we're calling there. in the Riders of Rohan here. Yeah. We need you guys. I mean, you can always donate to the Trevor P- Project like anytime. Absolutely. Also. Absolutely. They're, they're always looking for pledges outside of Pride yeah. Month. Yeah. Uh, it's... This month is just a big month because it's Pride Month. So. Absolutely. This is where like 90% of the money they make comes from. Yeah. And again, we are going to look like fucking chumps if we don't give them any money. I'll be fucking dead in the ground before I look like a chump, that's for sure. <laughs> look, head on over to patreon.com slash podcast. Become a patron. Uh, give money to the Trevor Project through it. It's a beautiful thing. Uh, if you need any information, including these links that I've been talking about to donate to the Trevor Project, you can head to mclasspodcast.com. No uh, spaces or lines or anything. And uh, you can follow us on Twitter for however the fuck longer you can do that. Like, you can't oh DM God. people anymore on Twitter starting next Let, week. Let's just... Seriously? Yeah, unless you both follow each other, you cannot DM people anymore starting next week. Uh, it's like, uh, what does that? The Instagram do that or something? Maybe. Something, something well, else Instagram that. gives you the option of turning people down or not if they, you don't follow yeah. each other. You, there's no option on Twitter. You just can't. They're Which just, is great because that's where people... Uh, come to me for art for my job. <laughs> this, is so, this sucks. So I'm, love I'm pretty fucking sucks. excited to, um, you know, just you know, not have any income anymore. It's gonna be cool. That'll be good. Hey, it'll be good. It'll, it'll be fine. <laughs> it'll be fine. It'll be fine. You'll be fine. We do have a new review. Uh, oh fuck yeah! Although actually, I don't know if we do because this is from last month. 
but uh, it is five stars from Kithulu, the best Star Trek podcast. Thank you, Jeff and Josh. You got me back into Star Trek. Hell yeah, thanks, Kithulu. Okay. I worship your tentacles always. <laughs> always. Now, fucking thank you so much. We we love a five-star review. We love any yeah. review, honestly, and you can do that on Apple Podcasts, on uh, which is iTunes, or used to be, I guess. And uh, whatever can, it's called now, you can do that on uh, Amazon. You could do that on um, Spotify. I hear. I can't find it. So we've heard. <laughs> you can do that. Look, are we on Stitcher? Yeah, we're on everything. We're on iHeart Music. Good. I didn't even do that. It's just and we're on there. <laughs> Stitcher is a good one. I like. I use Stitcher a lot. Uh, we're on absolutely everything, baby. Fuck yeah, dude. So. uh... I think that's it for the episode, actually. Uh, thank you to Vitizen for the use of his track Outer Space Race for our banging theme song. You can find all of Vitizen's great music at vitizen.card.co. Thank you, Vitizen, once more. We love you here. Woohoo! Uh, thank you to Josh. No, thank me. Thank you for your cry for help. <laughs> we appreciate you being it's, honest. It's been entertaining people for uh, like over a decade. <laughs> and thank you to all of our listeners and especially our pledgers for the pledge drive Uh, we will be back with another episode in two weeks bye everybody bye oh god I'm so alone
I'm mentally ill. Trick, 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 trick with your boy.